Welcome back to Upward Arrow. I'm Seth Brown, the creator at Upward Arrow, where we believe technology should be beautiful, natural, and sustainable. Today, we're gonna to be talking about quite a few things, some progress that we're making with the brain-computer interface that we're developing, some other interesting developments with other folks working with brain-computer interfaces and AI, as well as some positive environmental news and some general concepts regarding acquiring electrical signals from the body. So let's dive right in. First of all, to give an update on our progress where we're building a better brain-computer interface, we've started to work on analyzing the data that we're capturing and there's a little bit of a challenge. As we mentioned previously, the brain-computer interface that we're developing works around the neck. And in the neck, there's a lot of noise or noisy signals from EMG. And, and that's the electrical activity that's generated by the muscles in the neck. Now, in addition, there are some EEG signals in the neck. And we might be hasty to think that the EMG is a noise or a noisy part of the signal that we need to get rid of in terms of acquiring the EEG signal. But we're taking a different approach where we're considering the EMG a signal as well. And rather than simply discarding it as noise, we're going to be looking at how both signals, EMG and EEG, are elicited in the neck. Now, there's a little bit of a challenge here in terms of a setup because for EMG detection, uh, typically you would have an electrode on one side of the muscle and an electrode on the other side, and those are your plus and minuses. And then from that, you're able to detect that differential voltage as it goes across and the muscle is activated. Or as the muscle is activated, then you see that differential voltage, that electrical activity that comes with muscle activation. Now, EEG signals are a little bit different in terms of how they're detected versus EMG. Typically, there's a reference electrode, and then the other electrodes, the difference of the voltage between that and the other electrodes is what is used to acquire that EEG signal. Now you can see there is some similarity between them. However, at the practical level, the amount of voltage or uh, the amount of electrical activity, as you might imagine, it takes more electrical activity to activate a muscle than to transmit across uh, the gray matter of the brain. And so as a result, the EMG signals might be considered louder in terms of um, being detected with the EEG. So that tells you a little bit about some of the challenges that we're up to in terms of acquiring electrical signals from the neck and then using that to determine brain activity, as well as the activity that's conducted to the laryngeal and other muscles and nerve fibers in the neck. So again, that's an important point here where we don't want to think of that electrical activity, the EMG activity as noise. That's certainly something else that can be a useful signal and something we're going to be working with as part of our data analysis. 
which is currently going on. We have our data sets, which are drawn from vocalized and uh, sub-vocalized or non-vocalized speech. And we're training the models that we're using on that data now. So that's an update on the progress that we're making. And there's also been some interesting uh, revelations in the news lately about detecting words in people's minds using a combination of AI and um, a type of brain-computer interface. In this case, uh, the, the headlines were a brain scanner combined with an AI language model can provide a glimpse into your thoughts. And, and at Upward Arrow, we've been working with AI and BCI together, and that's certainly true. Um, although as you start to dig in a little deeper into the headline and, and the detection and the tools that they were using, uh, for this particular study, uh, they were using fMRI and then combining that with um, one of the engines from OpenAI to then determine the words that people may have been thinking um, at that time. Now, fMRI uh, has some of its own issues and, and the latency issues compared to EEG. Uh, and that's something we may talk about um, in a future uh, discussion. For today, though, it is worth noting that while this study made the headlines, uh, there was another study done prior to this. And this was brought to light uh, by Jean-Remy King, uh, who is a data scientist working in the brain and AI division of Meta in France. When this headline emerged, he uh, called attention to a paper that many people weren't aware of, his previous work that had been done uh, in 2022 with the team there. And they were using uh, EMG and EEG. And uh, as opposed to the study that got the headlines with the fMRI, uh, which had only three subjects, they had 175 subjects in their study, and they actually used uh, a different model, which was a speech model. And here's the kicker. Their accuracy at the word level, word level performance accuracy, 60%. Whereas the study um, that was done by Alexander Huth, uh, Tang, and the others, uh, only had, this was the headline grabbing study, only had a 7% uh, word level accuracy. Now, in our initial data analysis, we're definitely more uh, on the side of a higher level of accuracy. Uh, we won't get into too much detail about that now, but 7%, it's amazing that's what grabbed the headlines. And, and as we see here in this previous study, simply using EEG um, and a speech model, uh, higher levels of accuracy were achieved. And it also uh, confirms for us at Upward Arrow the path that we're taking, the approach that we're taking to create a more functional and uh, readily usable uh, brain-computer interface. So that's some news about AI and BCI. And um, at Upward Arrow, we're technologists and environmentalists. And there's been some really great positive environmental news that we wanted to share with you uh, lately. Uh, the first, which you may have heard about, is that there was a new 
coral reef discovered in the Galapagos, which is really exciting. Uh, Mother Nature, um, so resilient. Uh, yes, we still need to treat her right. Um, however, you know, so resilient and full of mystery still, as, as we revealed here. This was a pristine coral reef, as they're describing it, um, approximately uh, two kilometers or 1.2 miles long at a depth of about 400 meters. Uh, and it's just really exciting. The reef is uh, quite alive and doing well. Um, and, and this is uh, also, as we should mention, you know, part of the Galapagos Marine Reserve, which is really um, just a great shining light for the rest of the world and has certainly had an influence on more marine reserves being developed. And just as, you know, we want to preserve green spaces, uh, we got to preserve blue spaces too. Uh, so, so that's some great positive environmental news. And there's some even more positive environmental news as well, uh, which is climate scientists are now revising their models and suggesting that the most aggressive predictions um, will not occur. And um, humanity, we're, we're quick on our feet. And, and as uh, we deal with developing countries, developed nations, and uh, moving from the industrial to the information revolution, uh, I gotta say we've done pretty well in terms of addressing some of our shortcomings. Sure, we've got a lot of work to go, but I think it's important that we focus on the positive strides that we've made and we continue to work positively in that direction. So uh, there had been this suggestion that global temperatures could rise as much as five degrees Celsius. Uh, they have lowered those expectations and there's even possibility in some models uh, that we can go in the other direction and reduce uh, the warming of the climate back down, which is fantastic. So that's more positive environmental news. Uh, you always got to stay on the positive, and that's what keeps us moving and on an upward arc here at Upward Arrow. So we hope you have a great day, and thanks again for tuning in, watching, or listening wherever you are. And we'll be back again with some more news when we have it for you. Thanks and have a great day.